And yes, welcome, dear listener, to yet another episode of Conversations That Really Matter. And as usual, it is our hope that these conversations will raise awareness to even generate solutions to a variety of issues that affect our humanity. Our today's episode focuses on the whole issue of environmental consciousness. And I want to appreciate the fact that just last month on 13th of November, we had the conclusion of the Glasgow Climate Summit in Scotland that began on that 1st October which basically was talking about, of course, environmental conservation. Then, of course, we have had so many other interventions. I remember even Pope Francis, uh, his own second encyclical Laudato Si, which is Latin for praise be to you, was basically about the care of our common home. And therefore, it is a topic which is evergreen. For this our episode, we are joined by one now who has become almost uh, one of us in this conversation. His name is Father Eric. Father Eric, most welcome to the show. If you can say hi to our <laughs> listeners. Thank you very much, Henry. And uh, I am happy to be part of this great conversation. Thank you so much, Father Eric. What comes into your mind anytime you hear about environmental conservation or environmental consciousness, if you like? So when you, okay, the environment is such a wide term and for us as human beings, the environment will include our climate, our homes, our, our well-being, mm-hmm. psychological well-being, emotional well-being. You know, just on the same breath, the second episode of this series of Conversations That Matter, Mm. we did something on the topic that poverty is not that. Mm -hmm. And of course, also we were talking about environment. And the claim we made there in that conversation was that you know, you could be poor but clean. You, you may you may not have a lot of money, but you live in a decent place. That is true. A place which is clean. Yeah. But in a way, we have been made to believe that to be poor, you must be very yeah. dirty. Poverty is synonymous to that. You, you your place, you, there is a lot of glittering, there is a lot of <laughs> disorder, and uh, this and that. And I think uh, we just need to accept that we need to take care of environment because it is part of us. It is part of who we are. Mm-hmm. So this is what we will be engaging in. And uh... So uh, to begin with, let us see do we think some efforts are in place to at least raise awareness to, to people about let's even start with this basic thing as planting of trees mm-hmm. of course we have seen sometimes whenever a president goes for a particular function or even a governor or whichever leader 
it is we see them planting trees. What is the idea there? Is it keeping the memory of the event or trying to contribute to enhancement of a beautiful environment? What do you think? Okay. Henry, for me, first of all, I'm passionate about environmental concerns. And I want to tell you that the human being is a member of the biotic community, is a member of the ecological community. And this planet is our home. As such, we have no other planets we can go to after destroying this one. That is why we must care for this environment. And as you have said, when you speak of an issue like planting trees, we all know the functions of trees in the life of a human person and in the life of the animals. The trees are the ones that provide us with oxygen and fresh air. And so that's why for even our health, we need trees. When we have got a big, a wide forest coverage, then first of all, these trees will attract rainfall. And there will be enough food production. And also with the wide forest coverage, there the, we create an environment which is pleasant to live, especially for human beings and animals. You know, some people think that we, I don't know, is world, what we call third world countries, mm -hmm. that sometimes our concerns are as basic as food, as basic as, as water. So therefore, we don't even give a thought at, you know, planting trees, I don't know, this and that. Can we excuse ourselves that uh, we have some other pressing needs to focus our attention at? Okay. When you arrange the needs like that, especially when you look at us as third world countries, if you want to say like a term which... Uh, no, I'm just saying what people <laughs> generally feel. What people generally feel that, that we have about, other pressing issues yes. that prevent us from taking care. So there can be no other pressing issues that will prevent us from taking care of our, our environment. Actually, if you, you, you must take care of nature so that nature can take care of you. Our failure in taking care of nature, it doesn't matter which country you're coming from. Finally, nature will respond and sometimes nature responds violently. So that's why when nature responds, that's why we love those problems of drought or mm. famine. Yeah. And at that stage, it will be too late to do something. Now, coincidentally, I see you are putting on a t-shirt which is written here, Water for Mercy. Yes. With a heart-like image mm -hmm. made of a pipe and a tap mm -hmm. and Africa in between. What does this mean? This looks quite interesting. Okay, thank you. This t-shirt this was given to me uh, by one lady called Nermin Kuzam. She is the founder of this organization, Water for Mercy. Okay. And for her, her philosophy is that clean water alone can become a game changer in the lives of many people, in the lives of entire communities. Mm. When people have got access to clean water, then generally their health will improve, they will, their hygienic conditions will improve, and they will become, yeah, basically that is what I can say. So that's why clean water, mm. water from us, and this heart like is that this organization is based on love or something? Based on love. She is reaching so, out. Yeah, reaching out. She's mm. so passionate about people having access to clean water. 
so that's why she's especially africans yeah, given especially that if africa, africa is the map of africa is in the middle of the yeah especially of the, the logo yeah. so so now even to our listener who is following us mm-hmm. when we talk about environmental consciousness mm-hmm. or conservation if you want mm-hmm. let us maybe come up with four or even three things that we feel really are quite immediate and capture the essence of what we are talking about and the first we already talked about planting of trees mm-hmm. yeah the second point i might talk about is to avoid pollution mm-hmm. to avoid littering uh, our places mm-hmm. especially with materials which do not decompose mm-hmm. like plastic you know mm-hmm. And, and I remember sometimes back the government of Kenya banned the use of plastic polythene bags for mm. for packaging and all that. Mm-hmm. And I just hope they are not coming back. So, but you know, in our own little ways, avoiding littering and even polluting the environment, mm. disposing such kind of wastes in the right mm. manner, like burning them, mm. or do they say sometimes you bury them, uh, you know, many meters beneath the surface does that make sense no okay i am happy that you are raising up that issue all those ones lie under waste management mm. each category of waste has got a better way of handling it so all these ones they come under waste management there are well established ways of handling waste depending on which type of waste in this case you're speaking about plastic so that's why there should there are better ways plastic can even be handled by recycling mm. and producing other products especially that point of recycling mm. yeah. and now you've begun by mentioning two points by environmental consciousness first and secondly pollution mm. the third major point which we can even include in this discussion is information raising that, awareness yeah when people are ignorant then we the environment will continue to suffer that is why this all and this whole discussion must begin with sharing relevant information sharing the right information and once the people become educated they will develop an attitude and a concern but for the have you ever seen let's say maybe you are on the road mm. there is a car in front of you ahead of you if you want mm. and you see a hand popping out of the window mm-hmm. and dropping a plastic bottle mm-hmm. or anything mm-hmm. you know anything that uh, that litters the environment mm-hmm. and you're like well this person maybe is driving a very big car i thought he or she knows that <laughs> such an action is really not mm-hmm. not very much appropriate but you know people keep on doing some of these things okay so for when when i see such kind of behavior and such kind of action first of all it is ignorance people would prefer to keep their cars clean and not the environment and not the environment wow. it's better you dirty your car but you keep the environment clean mm. and later on when you reach where you are going your destination you can always clean your car and you can always dispose the waste in the proper places so when you say that sometimes it's people who are even maybe in good cars and everything and they're doing this one it is all about ignorance wow that is interesting some effects of environmental pollution include what they call greenhouse effect the emission of carbon monoxide yeah. 
uh, which into of, the atmosphere. Of course, which which complicates our own life. Mm. You know, in 2019, I managed to go and climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Mm -hmm. Actually, I reached the highest peak in Africa. Mm -hmm. There was no other else mm -hmm. to continue climbing. Congratulations. You know? Now, uh, thank you so much. Uh, and I challenge you to do the same. Eh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> when we reached there, of course, there are huge, huge, huge blocks of ice, you know. And the guide was telling us that over the years, that ice, this ice or snow has reduced. Mm -hmm. And of course, as we know scientifically, it is because of all this greenhouse effect and then cutting down of trees and, and, and all that. And I feel the challenge is that people don't consider the effects of environmental degradation as mm -hmm. immediate. You know, is is affecting them directly. Mm -hmm. They always see it as a, as a very distant reality. Mm -hmm. So, uh, perhaps, as you said, we need to create more awareness to even the common Mwanaijiri citizen that look, doing this affects you, mm -hmm. or doing this might affect your children's children, mm -hmm. so that they feel the urgency of uh, taking care of the environment. I want to believe maybe in the elementary school, in the primary school, some of these things are taught. And if not, I think we need to come up with ways in which even in the villages, you know, people can be engaged in evening discussions, you know, about the ways in which to conserve our common home. When you speak about this one, I want you to pay great tribute to the late Professor Wangari Mathai. Yes. The founder of the our very own. Our very own mm -hmm. Professor Wangari Mathai. The foundress of the Green Belt movement. Actually, she educated ordinary people from the communities about the importance of tree planting. She taught them how to plant trees, how to take care of those trees, how to nurture the trees. And I think this is what should happen. And especially when you speak about our schools, right now we have got a CBC curriculum, which is competence-based. Competence-based. And this curriculum is hinged on imparting practical skills. So develop the right attitude towards environmental consciousness. Some of these things, it's not enough just to teach them in the classroom. They must be demonstrated practically. Correct. Yeah. So thank you so much, uh, Eric, for joining us in this wonderful conversation. Thank you, dear listener, for following. Now, take it as your personal responsibility within your means and reach to do whatever you can to preserve our common home. Cheers. God bless you. See you in the next episode. Thank you.